What is up and welcome back to 24 Minutes of A24, the podcast that takes a look at the A24 library 24 minutes at a time. I am Ethan Simi. And I'm Ben Lahorn. This week on the pod, we are headed to South Dakota and etching four A24 movies into our personal Mount Rushmore's. Ben, this is a, an episode topic that I've wanted to do with you for quite a while. I know you and the boys over at Three Films and a Pod, you guys do Mount Rushmore quite often. Mm. I love I love your Rushmore. I've been part of your Rushmore episode before. It's been wonderful. And, uh, and not only the fact that we're not specifically reviewing a movie on this episode for the very first time, uh, but we have another very special uh, thing about this episode, we have our very first guest on 24 Minutes of A24, Austin Warner. Welcome to the pod, Austin. How are you, man? Good, man. How are y'all? So good. Stoked to have you here, man. Like, yeah, when I saw you respond to the DM, I was like, oh, this would be rad if he wants to come on because, you know, Ethan will talk about it. But I know you reached out to us before and we reviewed yeah. a movie that you had talked about. So I was like, yes, let's have this dude on if he'll come on. So I was stoked. Absolutely. Yeah. Austin, we are we are so jacked that you're here. Uh, Austin reached out to us earlier uh, in the podcast, uh, essentially, uh, you know, whatever, a month ago. And uh, we were looking out looking for people that wanted specific movies reviewed. Austin was like, you should review the lobster. And we were like, hell yeah, Austin, let's review the lobster. So we did it. And uh, and we were looking for guests for this episode. And, and here Austin is. So uh, this is wonderful. This is exciting. Uh, if you want us to review a specific movie, our DMs are always open. Every social media channel, we are out there. Find us uh, at 24 Minutes of A24. Uh, so here's the deal. Here's the episode. We each get four picks that are going on an A24 Mount Rushmore, and it will be forever etched, unchangeable, until we do, do another Mount until Rushmore episode. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'm, I'm sure at the end of the year. Um, so there's that. As as always, warning, spoilers are ahead. We are going to be talking spoilers, uh, most likely for every single movie that we're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, whether they're whether it's going to be big or small. So you have been warned. Uh, before we dive into this and before we start talking about our picks for our Mount Rushmore, Austin, I want to start with you. Uh, we were talking prior to recording, all three of us, and basically talking about how we are all struggling coming up with a Mount Rushmore uh, because it's really difficult. So how how are you going into this? Do you have a uh, a plan for your Rushmore? How many locks do you have? What's your thought process here? So I started with 20 movies. And then I went through and crossed out. I was like, basically like, okay, let me get rid of some. And then it was like 10. And then I was like, all right, let me get rid of some. And then it was like seven. Nice. And then so <laughs> I then just had to be like, okay. You know, I was like, my whole thing was um, I tried to not be genre centric either and have mm-hmm. like four Fair. horror movies as my top four. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so that kind of cut some out, which was fine. But I do have one lock and kind of my list may change from now until oh. we're done, you know. I'm, but, I'm stoked. I, I love that. Ben, you were doing the same thing. You texted me way earlier today and you're like, yeah. dude, I'm I'm having a hard go right now. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like I we've been talking about this episode for a while and I was like, oh, no problem. I'll figure it out the day. Of. Yeah. And then like I pull up my 824 like film list on Wikipedia. I was like, holy shit. I mean, like <laughs> how am I supposed to narrow this down? So I, I basically went the same Austin route. It's like I went through and it's the first thing. I was like, if I love this movie, I'm making it on the list mm-hmm. and probably started out with about 20. And then I was like, OK. 
if I really love this movie, then I got to move it up. So it's just like, it's process of elimination. Like I have so many honorable mentions that I'm sure I'll get to as we're talking right now. I have like six must haves <laughs> and two of them have to go and I don't know what they're going to be. So I'm really curious to see how this is going to go. I'm also actually really curious. I don't want you to answer it, Austin, but I guess we never heard your thoughts on the lobster and I'm very curious if it's going to end up <laughs> on your Rushmore or not. So I think we'll, We'll find out by the end of the episode. If it's not, I still want to hear what your thoughts are on the yeah. movie. But yeah, we will get uh, yeah. into that. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely a great call. Uh, this is interesting because I totally went the other way. I, I sat down, I looked at the list of A24 movies, and I was like, this is a lock, this is a lock, and then these are all really good. And then what do I do? I didn't go process of elimination. Uh, I just kind of went with what my mind went to first. So mm-hmm. I'm curious if there are things that I inevitably left off because I forgot them or, or whatnot. Um, I want to know one more thing too, because the thing is this podcast is all about a 24, right? A 24 is such a, a unique production company. They allow for small indie type films, uh, horror and, and genre bending things and, and everything in between. Uh, they are so different in every single movie. Uh, I want to know what, to you, uh, Austin, we'll start with you. What makes a great A24 specific movie? Are you looking for something specific to the A24 qualities of, you know, as I always say on this podcast, the major twist at the end? Are you looking for a, a small indie feel? Uh, what is it that A24 brings to the table where you're like, fuck, that was a good A24 movie? See, I think both of those hit depending on the movie because you have movies that are those indie feels that. Um, I'm not going to say any movies because I feel like we will <laughs> get into most of them. But I also love the what the fuck moments on mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. of the movies, even if they're just like small indie dramas. There's or like a drama or something that's whatever. It's very there's probably still a moment because I feel like at this point it's a trademark. Yeah. yeah. The the last scene of Enemy still haunts my brain. <laughs> like <laughs> that movie really fucked me up. <laughs> that last scene is like I and then like I was kind of tripping out the whole movie anyway. But then when that actually happened, it's like, okay, this is the stuff Ethan's talking about. And like yeah, man. we've talked about it on the pod before. Like I never went into this thinking like, oh, it's always gonna be a twist or something bad's gonna happen. And now it's like I can't watch like I don't know, like 20th century women. It's like, someone's going to die. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, <laughs> It's like, no, it's just like, it's a good movie. But um, yeah, I think for me, when I think of A24, I think the word I think of is thoughtful. Like mm. whoever is like the script, like I don't think anything's just getting pushed out to get pushed out. Like there's always like a reason behind it, or at least someone has like really put everything they have into it. Um, so yeah, I guess that's kind of what I think. Like, well, none of this is just going to be like, cookie cutter just pushed out just because there's gonna be a reason behind everything so more than likely it's gonna be worth our time and i think for the most part i don't think we've really watched any movies or reviewed any movies that we didn't like we definitely have our rankings we've had some farewells we're like i don't know that i'd revisit it again but i don't think i really had anything that i disliked so for me that's what a24 mm-hmm. is so like it's a it's a thoughtful movie whether it's thought provoking whether it's like you know tugging your heart whatever but that's that's kind of what i think about a24 I think for me, A24 is is just kind of like naturally offbeat, right? Like it's just a little like off to the off to the left, off to the right. Like it's just kind of a little twisted in whatever it's trying to tell. 
Uh, and that that could be with horror, that could be with drama, that could be with any type of movie. It's just always kind of like veered a little bit off course. And I think that's what A24 has done. It does go hand in hand with that thoughtful thing you're saying, Ben. Uh, you mentioned Enemy. I just want to say real quick, I'm going to I'm gonna try and do some stats on this episode as we go because it's very interesting to me, the kind of the uh, the business side of A24. Enemy was the sixth movie that A24 ever attached their name to. Mm. And in the first six movies, they have Denis Villeneuve and Sofia Coppola making movies. Yeah. That's insane. Like right out of the gate, that is some wild stuff. So uh, it's it's some crazy stuff with A24. Okay, let's do this. Let's dive into our, our Mount Rushmore's. Austin, we're going to start with you. What is the first A24 movie going up on that big slab of stone for you? See, I don't know if I should go with my <laughs> lock right away. I'm going to save my lock. choice. Okay. But I'm going to go the next one. Uh, definitely putting the witch up there. Okay. Nice. Okay. Definitely putting the witch up there. That movie is probably, it's not my lock because I'll get into it, but it is probably my favorite A24 movie that I've seen. Okay, so. cool. I like that. I like, yeah, I, I feel like I can't contribute because I still haven't seen it. I'm excited for us to watch it. I feel like that's going to be like a same here. It's going to be in the October. No, no, I haven't seen haven't it. Seen like, it. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> we know. let, we let Austin down on pick number one. <laughs> We're just like, oh, I can't out. help He's you. Out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> the way it's shot. Um, weird thing real quick, but there's like a, a Wordle crossover called framed. And it's oh, yes, I've seen this, and it was just like trees, basically. Oh, and it was nice. rich, and I got it first go. Look at this guy, and they were just like, Who are you? Why? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's something I'm very excited to see. But at this point, now at this point, I'm like, I'm just gonna wait until we're gonna talk about it. But maybe we'll yeah. move it up. Maybe it doesn't need to be a Halloween one. Maybe we'll, you know, we'll get after it. But Anya Taylor Joy, right? She's in that, like, yeah, one of her first, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, and that's yeah, the. Excited. I mean, I'm sure you've heard, but that's the Black Phillip movie. Yeah. Okay. So it's okay. always a good one. I'm excited. That's a that's a, a really good pick. I think it's very interesting because I believe that was Robert Eggers' uh, first movie, uh, at least with A24, and then he goes on to do The Lighthouse, and then we have The Northman coming out, which is is no longer an A24 film, uh, but The Northman cost. Uh, $90 million to make, which I think this is a very interesting wow. statistic real fast. So The Northman comes out in, in about two weeks from recording this. Um, the Northman cost $90 million to make a, a Viking epic. The, the Witch cost $4 million to make. Did Crazy. $40 million at the box office. A24 is going to take that every day of the week and twice on Sundays. That is yeah. some good, that's just some good business. Um, I, yeah, I've only heard really, really good things, and uh, I just, you know, I mean, it took a lot for me to watch Midsommar, I'm going to be honest with you, so it's tough. <laughs> I do not go out of my way to be like, I'm watching The Witch tonight, it's going down. <laughs> that makes sense. But well, I will I will do it for you, Austin. Of course I will. Absolutely. The, the Witch is more, more, less scary, I think, mm -hmm. but just more eerie throughout. Yeah. If, if that makes sense. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like All right, Ben, you're up. Slot number one. Dude, I mean, you going, I are you going to go with the lock or what do you, what do you got? Cause you've got six short listers here. I, I have like my lock of locks here. 
and I felt like you were looking at my screen here and segueing here because I'm kicking it off with Midsommar. Let's I, go. I love that movie so much. Hereditary freaked me the fuck out. Like, Hereditary <laughs> really kind of did a number on me. But seeing Midsommar in theaters and leaving, like, strangely with a smile on my face, like, that movie was awesome. I loved it so much. I love, I mean, I know it's been talked about so much, but just, like, the scary movie, but in all daylight, like, that's a great mm-hmm. twist, I think, to put on kind of a horror movie. Uh, I mean, Florence Pugh was just awesome, and it's a really great cast all the way around. But uh, this is, I, I think I'm treating my Rushmore as almost a desert island. Like, what four am I taking with me if I have to? Like, what are my favorites? So I'm not saying these are the four best. These are just my personal favorites. And I know the first thing I would grab is Midsommar, as weird as that might be. But that's just, like, it's what I want to watch. Uh, I love it. I think it's so well done. And, yeah, that's just what I would go with. I think that's probably my only horror I'm going to be taking with me on this list. But it's it's my favorite. Great choice. That's a It's a really good choice. You know I stand for Florence Pugh, our queen. She mm-hmm. is she is the money. Uh, $9 million budget, $48 million bucks at the box office. So, yeah. Uh, 824 and horror. Uh, very interesting because I feel like they're kind of becoming synonymous with some of the best horror movies out there right now. You talk yeah. about Midsommar, you talk about Hereditary, uh, The Witch, and then you've got X that just came out is a, is a huge hit. You've so got good. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies coming out this summer, which people are very much looking forward to, another slasher film. Uh, it sounds like A24 is, is knows what they're getting into with horror and they know how to do that. Uh, so I love that pick. Ari Aster, uh, directs that movie, which this is just absurd. He directs a bunch of shorts for a few years. He directs Hereditary in 2018, Midsommar in 2019, and he's going to come out with Disappointment Boulevard in 2022, all A24 productions. Yeah. Insane stuff. Um, just Is it Joaquin in Disappointment Boulevard? Who's in that? Yeah. 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 Joaquin, baby. It's Let's go. So good. I mean, they know horror for sure, but I mean, even today we got the trailer for Marcel the Shell. So yeah, like, baby, they're really kind of both ends of the spectrum here, which I love. Yeah, I love. I love that. Uh, okay, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I thought about throwing Marcel the Shell on my right. <laughs> just, just a preemptive. I don't blame you, man. Like <laughs> for real, I, I was like already throwing up from the cuteness. Like I, I can't stand this. This is amazing. I'm so excited. <laughs> I sh- I showed that trailer to my daughter today and I couldn't hear the trailer because she was talking about how cute the shell was the whole time. And I was like, I'm I'm really trying to watch this trailer, but I understand how cute this shell is. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So this is very interesting. This brings me to my very first pick. And uh, you mentioned a, a preemptive pick, if you will, a, a more future facing film. Uh, there is an A24 movie that comes out this Friday on April 9th that I have uh, been lucky enough to already watch. So I am creating my own rules. I'm putting it on my Mount Rushmore because I've seen it with my own eyes. I've experienced it. And I am picking everything everywhere all at once. Uh, You can can get on me for recency bias as much as you want. You can say, Ethan, you're just picking what you saw last. And I will tell you, I am not. This is a, a cinematic masterpiece. It is currently the highest rated film of all time on Letterboxd outdoing Parasite, outdoing The Godfather. Uh, It is tied on Rotten Tomatoes with a 97% critic rating, uh, tied with Drive My Car, which is a Best Picture Oscar nominee uh, from this past year. And it is the second place uh, audience score with 95% uh, for the Best Picture noms of the past year. So if you want to put that into perspective in terms of like a Best Picture contender for, for 2023 Oscars, 
it's happening. Uh, it is a movie everybody should go see. You should go see it twice. I'm definitely going to go see it again. Yeah. Uh, I saw it with a, a packed theater. It's just a fucking riot. I've it's the the cinematography, the editing, like the the kind of panicky nature of the movie. It's it's so fantastic. I don't want to give away a lot because it, it is not officially out nationwide yet. Uh, but it's going on the rush more. It is incredible. A twenty four stuff. I mean, that's got me even more hyped up. I know we're going to be covering that next week. Mm-hmm. And the week after, we're doing Swiss Army Man, another movie from the Daniels. From the so Daniels, yeah. I'm stoked to do that. I just got to shout out the little John Turn Down For What music video. If you haven't seen it, go watch <laughs> that, because that's also what they did, and it is amazing. It is so good. So I'm I'm hoping we get more so of that good. energy from everything everywhere. I I believe everything everywhere, according to the Wikipedia's that I saw, is the biggest budget for an A twenty four movie flick yet. It's got uh, a twenty five million dollar budget, uh, which I believe Dang. was pre previously held by uh actually by Uncut Gems at eighteen million dollars, okay. which is very very fascinating. So you know I had to work my my gems into the conversation somehow. I feel like it won't be the last we hear about it. No, I'm just getting stuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Austin, that brings us back to you, starting the second round of the Rushmore here. You going to go with the lock this time? I think I'm going to save it for last. Oh, okay. All right. All right, like that. I think that that's the, I think that, I don't know. I don't know which one of these, because the next three, I feel like, could come out of left field. Maybe not the next one, but definitely the next two, so we'll <laughs> see. But my next one's going to be the Florida Project. Cool. Nice. Okay. Very I good. loved that movie. It was just like, um when i think about it i just think about like such a human film i guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like and i mean you feel that with red rocket as well yeah but i like this one just a little bit more i think rewatchability for me and so i really love that one yeah shout out sean baker like mm-hmm. He shared our review of Red Rocket, which was super awesome. Uh, we got to get to the Florida project still, but I loved Red Rocket. Uh, Tangerine as well. I mean, Sean Baker is doing yep. great stuff. What what does he have coming up? He's got to have more, but he feels like a lock for all the A24 movies, which I'm stoked on. Yeah. Ben, Ben, have you seen the Florida project yet? It's been a while. Like, I think when it first came out. So I don't feel comfortable even. Like, I just remember I love the <laughs> Willem Dafoe. But yeah, I mean, as yeah. we talked about yesterday with the MCU, like I'm just like got Green Goblin on the brain. Like I'm here for everything with Willem <laughs> Dafoe. So, sure, I'm a I'm a big goose egg for you, Austin. I'm over two, man. I just I suck. I so I've seen thirty A twenty four movies out of the hundred and fifteen that are currently gotcha. uh, out. So thirty's uh, not bad, but no. uh, most of them are are rather current or are within the last mm. few years. I will uh, kind of say and preface a lot of my picks with that. Um, so yeah, the Florida project making my short list then, uh, Ben, you are up. I feel like Austin's helping us make like our upcoming schedule. I feel like oh, we yeah. just got to review everything that he's putting <laughs> on his rush more. It's like filling it in right now. <laughs> let's do it. Let's go. Um, let's see. Another one here is one that you and I have covered. Ethan, uh, it's one of my favorites. It's got my current man crush on it. Mr. Oh, let's go. Moon Knight himself. I'm going with ex machina. Ooh. Uh, I, I love that. Love that movie. Uh, that's one of the first ones I remember being in a 24. Like the first thing I saw was spring breakers. Um, so like, I, I know I had seen stuff beforehand, but yeah, I, I got to go with ex Mach. You know, I think it's like a beautiful movie. I think all the performances we get like Donald Gleason, 
is great in it. Alicia Vikander, like everyone's so good. And it just creates such a cool space in like, it's kind of a one location movie. You know, I know at the beginning and end we're mm-hmm. somewhere else, but for the most part we're in this house and that's it. And it's kind of just like, you feel a little claustrophobic, like everything's happening here. And I, I just love all the twists and turns we get with it. And if nothing else, that movie gave us that dancing gif. And that's oh, all yeah. I really need out of a movie. <laughs> just give me Oscar Isaac dancing. It's, that's really all I need. So yeah, I'm locking <laughs> that in with the, my second pick. That's a that's a really really good pick. Where's uh where does Ex Machina fall for you, Austin? Are you pro? That is one that I have not seen yet. Oh, okay, nice. Cool. We're even, right. kind of almost. <laughs> yeah, it is on my list for sure. I love that. It's yeah. a good one. It's like a four person cast, really three, and they carry it the whole time. Like it's pound for pound the best looking cast in any movie, I think. Oh, nice. It is it is consistently an underrated movie, which is kind of like boggling to me. Whenever whenever there's lists that come out about like the best uh, AI movies, the best robot movies, the best futuristic movies, like Ex Machina is never on the list, but it's always top of the freaking list. Like it is one of the best human stories of an AI that has ever been made. Uh, and you talk about A24. I mean, this is. One of the first, if not the first, A24 movie that I remember watching. And and I remember getting to the end. I won't spoil anything for you, Austin. I'm just going to say <laughs> A24 twist, baby. It happens. It's very real. Uh, so that's, good. That's a really, really, really good pick. Um, okay. That brings me to my second. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill out here the second round. And uh, Ben, you got any guesses? You got any clue what's going on in Rushmore? Dude, I'm over here stressing over mine, so I'm not even, like, <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I'm assuming Uncut Gems is showing up at some point. I don't know if you're saving that for last or if we're going no, there right I, now. I got to go Uncut Gems right now because I got to okay. figure out what's coming on the list later. I got to buy myself another round like to it. figure like out it. what I'm going on the list. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's Uncut Gems. When you think, uh, for me, when I think of A24, Uncut Gems is the first thing that I think of. And I don't know if it's just because I'm so, uh, like, insanely obsessed with it like to an unhealthy degree or or what about it is um but i i think uncut gems to me encapsulates a24's ability to take a story like from the safety brothers that that have have made some pretty good stuff in the past and allow them to make like 400 pages of adr for a movie that nobody ever fucking does like yeah why would you have that much additional dialogue in the background <laughs> Of a movie. Like, you just mm-hmm. don't do it. And I think any other production company would be like, no, not we're not doing this. Um, and, and I think there's so many interesting points to Uncut Gems. So it's definitely on my Rushmore. Uh, this is how I went. It's on I my Rushmore, it. baby. I love it. <laughs> Had to be. Uh, okay. Austin, roll up. All right. This is the one that's, like, squeaking in. <laughs> But I'm just going to go for it. Uh, I'm going 20th Century Women. Hell yeah. Okay. Nice. I love it. It's just everything about that movie. I watched it for the first time with my mom. And we just sobbed the whole time. And laughed, of course, because it has some comedy in it. But we just, it was such a good movie. I love that movie so much. I'm so happy you picked it because that's another one that I think like not many people have seen. That's kind of a unsung gem, so to speak. And yeah, I love that whole cast. Like, man, I'm just like, I'm, I'm very happy. That was, that made my like 
20 for sure where i was like oh yeah i got the 20th century women in there but i mean annette benning like l fanning greta gerwig billy, billy crudup, crudup? yeah Come on. like i'm always <laughs> here for him so yeah that's such a solid cast a really fun movie and really like a small movie you know like nothing insane happens like it's very kind of slice of life like here we go here's like whatever it is like a week in the life but there's some like beautiful dialogue in here when Annette Benning is talking to Greta Gerwig I think is who she's talking to she's like I, I'll never see my son the way you do you know I won't be able to like experience everything he does I'm like oh it's so true like when you're a parent like at some point your kid is going to experience stuff that you don't know about and you're just like mm-hmm. I don't I don't know like and I just right. think that's beautiful. Mike Mills, uh, who I'm sure will come up later on as well, um, <laughs> has done some fantastic movies. So stoked to see this on here. Let's go. Uh, this, I mean, this movie looks looks great. Uh, I haven't seen it. Uh, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm just consistently losing credibility to be a host on this podcast. People are just like, "You, what are you doing?" Um, I mean, it's it what was... we're all here for, though. <laughs> yeah, season, we're just. We're just expanding our A24 knowledge here. So now I have an ultimate shortlist of what I got to see. Uh, this was nominated for Best Original Screenplay at the 2017 Oscars, uh, which is is very interesting, uh, the 89th Academy Awards. Uh, so that's that's pretty impressive uh, from A24. I love that. And I'm, I'm here for anything Greta Gerwig. I'm sure mm. this is not the last time we will talk about Greta Gerwig either. So yeah. I'm, I'm here for it for sure. Um, ben. Okay, this is I went the opposite of Austin here where I started out with my locks because I was trying to buy myself time. So I'm like, now I have four <laughs> movies and I can only take two. Walk but, us through this, Ben. I want to know, like, what what are you trying? What's going to edge one out over the other? Like, is it is it a heart pick? Time. Or are you going for what? I think I'm just going to have to blur something <laughs> out because we can't be a five hour <laughs> podcast. I would talk myself into and out of all of these like. I think these last four all share some similarities. So I think it's a debate of like, is it something I saw in theater that I connected to? Is it something that I went into completely blind, which was like blown away by it? Um, The cinematography, I think all of these fit all of that criteria. Um, One of them I didn't see in theaters, but like the rest of them, it all kind of falls into that where I just, I left that movie just, I felt like a changed person. If that, that might sound weird, but I just like, after seeing that, I was like, Oh, I, I see the world differently now because mm. of this movie. And there's just one that I keep looking at and I know it's playing to my childhood as well because I grew up in California and I would spend every other weekend with my dad here. So I'm going to go with last black man in San Francisco. It is nice. a beautiful, beautiful movie. Uh, actually watched this for the first time on my other podcast. Uh, my co-host Matt picked it. I had never even heard of it. And I was like, all right, man, like this is the very first thing he picked when we started this podcast. And I was like, okay, I don't know what this is. And then like, I got to meet Jonathan majors. Who's now like Kang. He's going to be in Creed three, you know, like he plays such a beautiful role in this. Danny Glover is in this. The cinematography is amazing. Again, I know it's playing to my personal interest of like growing up and spending every other weekend in San Francisco, but man, it's just so beautiful. It's a great story about like, a person not like I guess having to redefine who like what they are or what makes them you know because he's like so connected to how he grew up and specifically the house he grew up in and realizing that he was losing it but does like does that make you who you are or you know are Mm. you bigger than that it's a very beautiful story it is just like literally beautiful to look at um if you if anyone listening hasn't seen it I obviously could not recommend it enough so that's what that's what I'm gonna go with I'm I got to fight it out with these last three, but I got to make sure I get last black man San Francisco on there. 
That's a that's a really really good pick. Uh, Finn Whitrock also in this movie, which I I had no clue of. Um, I think it's a, a, an important uh, little sidebar here. Basically, all A twenty four movies, or at least a, a large portion of A twenty four movies, are available to stream on Showtime right now. Mm-hmm. You can get they're running a promo for like three bucks a month for like three months. Um, they have an incredible A twenty four catalog. And and I'm one to speak because I haven't watched a lot of their A24 movies that are available to stream uh, right now. Uh, so if you if you want to go watch any of these right now, if you want to go fire them up or, or make a watch list, that is is by far and away your easiest and best option to see any and all of these movies. Um, that's that's a great pick. I like that. So uh, let's see. This this puts me in a tough <laughs> spot because you guys both kind of went with uh went with more real life you guys went with some good drama tone some really good kind of like day in the life slice of life type situations for for some of your picks and i've just gone with just bangers only so (laughs) um you know what and and i'm gonna follow you so i do have a list of honorable mentions and as i as i look about look at it's really hard to pick something this is gonna squeak in there and we've covered it on the podcast before and it really, for me, is something that um, A24 represents being able to complete. This movie is mid-90s. I, I think okay. the, um, the aesthetics, the, the vibe, the we've got an 85-minute movie. Uh, Jonah Hill directorial debut. You have an incredible cast. Uh, Lucas Hedges is in this movie as well. Mm-hmm. And then... Most of your cast is is going is professional skateboarders. Like they're literally professional skateboarders. Uh, not to mention Alexi, Alexa Alexa Demi, who plays. Um, oh, she's in Euphoria, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's in Euphoria. Uh, so that's amazing things. You've got music by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, which mm-hmm. is bananas to even say that they did the music for this. Um, A twenty four produces this with a budget of one point seven million. It makes almost ten million dollars in the box office, and it's just. It's just a movie about a kid skating, trying to figure out where he belongs in the world in this one summer. And like, that's all that uh, it needs to be, which yeah. I think is so fantastic. Um, when I think of movies like Desert Island, Ben, you said, if I'm going on a desert island, mid 90s is just is propping me up on a good vibe every single time that I watch it. It's making me really happy. I did see this one in the theater. It's one of. Um, the only movies I've ever seen in the theater with my uh, next youngest brother. And I remember watching it with him and in the end thinking like, oh my God, things are going to end badly, but they end so wonderfly. And yeah. I love, I love this movie. I also do. have a character named fuck shit. So you can't yeah, go wrong with that. Fuck right? shit. Best nickname ever. <laughs> have you seen mid nineties, Austin? I want to say that this was my first A24 movie that yeah, I saw. Yeah, nice. nice. Pop your A24 cherry. Love That's to hear rad. it. It's either this or eighth grade, so I think I'd rather just say that it's uh Yeah, I mean, you can say this is it. They're both great. Eighth grade made my short list as well for honorable mentions. I think Bo did a great job with that movie. So but yeah, mid nineties is solid. All right. That brings us to our very last round. Uh no more vamping, no more thinking. <laughs> we have to make our choices as we are in the final uh statue going up on on the mountain here. Austin, kick us off, man. What's your lock? We've come to your lock. This was the easiest pick for me. Um, I'm just going to dance around it for a little bit. But (laughs) the most, like, gorgeous movie, in my opinion, 
okay melodic if you will some oh, people nice i have a guess people, i have a guess but i don't want to say actual music but melodic in a way mm-hmm. sure. um, most people hate it i love it um it's 93 minutes easy watch mm. but it really gets you in your feels david lowry a ghost story okay all right i like that everything about that movie obviously like from the 10 seconds in i'm sobbing but everything about that movie just had me struck and if i can watch um what's her name that plays the lead uh rooney mara oh yeah yeah and be just in my feels and paying attention to her then you've got my attention 100 percent without a doubt that was like uh me with um uh sorry i'm drawing a blank here i love rooney mara i can't think of the movie now though but (laughs) she's amazing uh i think she's fantastic so i think it's a a great choice that unfortunately for me is also i have not seen that one yet um i feel like we're just making our list though for the upcoming (laughs) (laughs) thing so i'm i'm stoked i feel silly that i haven't seen this one yet but uh i mean it looks fantastic oh it's so good i think that's definitely my like most watched a 24 movie i think i've seen it four or five times oh nice nice casey affleck right so yeah i mean you threw me off you said david lowry is like oh green knight hell yeah like me too that's where you're going for sure so i think this is this is awesome though i think it's a great pick right i just think like the pace is so melodic with how it's told and shot and just it it just blends in so well and the ending in my opinion a what the fuck moment as well even though it's just so smooth of a transition it's just so good i don't think i realized he directed that pete's dragon live action remake i did not i would not have put the ghost story green knight ain't the body saints guy <laughs> is the one doing the pete's dragon but oh he's doing david- the live action peter pan and wendy for disney yeah listen david lowry has the perfect hollywood one for you one for me he makes yeah. a ghost story he goes does Absolutely. pete's dragon he makes the green knight and then he goes and secures another bag with disney this guy's got to figure it figured out he he knows what he's doing that's solid uh i that that's a great pick i i have not seen it so i'm i'm a i'm over four on your movies austin i feel just terrible um budget of a hundred thousand dollars and it makes two million at the box that is insane stuff let's make a fucking professional movie for a hundred thousand dollars that's insane like to even say that out loud sounds ridiculous um in 2017 nonetheless like it's not like this was made 10 years ago we're talking about like pretty recent uh premiered at sundance i love a tight 90 that's that's some really good stuff um i gotta go watch a ghost story i gotta get on that um ben your days (laughs) of stalling are over we have arrived so uh you have one more pick give walk us through this give us uh, give us the two that you're not gonna pick and then give us the one that you are gonna pick i mean i want to know what was on the six no the one i'm picking man i don't know dude like i'm okay I Do you want to get? I, why don't you tell us the three that are up for nomination here? Okay, I'm gonna. I'll tell you. I I think I do know what I want to pick for multiple reasons. Uh, the two that aren't making the cut that would just like if I could do a six person Rushmore, it would be on there. Uh, first one is a recent one that we watched. Uh, come on, come on with Walking Phoenix. 
I had a feeling that was on your short list. Beautiful, beautiful movie. I loved it so much. Uh, I had a great time with that. The other one that I'm honestly having a super hard time cutting is Moonlight. Um, that's just like, it's such a fantastic mm-hmm. movie. Uh, it's a great coming of age. Like we see a character in three different acts, basically in their life. Mahershala Ali is so good in it. Uh, it has some visuals that I will never, ever, ever forget. Like on my deathbed, I'll be remembering some of these visuals. They're so, so good. Um, but you know, directed by Barry Jenkins, but what I'm going to pick is actually from Barry Jenkins partner, Lulu Wong. I'm going with the farewell. Um, I absolutely love that movie. Um, it's, I mean, Aquafina, I think it just really shows everything she's gotten here. It is a great fish out of water kind of story, you know? Um, and I think it's hilarious again. I know I said this about every movie, but like the visuals on this are so beautiful. Like the, the slow shot of them walking down the street when they're coming back from the hospital, the language barrier, like it's very funny. The fact that it's based on a true story. There's just like so much about this movie that I love. And I just think if I'm honest with myself, this is what I would take with me. It's very hard for me to cut moonlight and come on, come on. But the farewell really is just like one of my absolute favorites. So that's what I'm, I'm going with. Um, I, yeah, I love that movie. Have you seen the farewell Austin? Out of the three that you have mentioned, I am O for three. All right. That's all good, so, man. It's like, sure. <laughs> like we're all going through that. You know, it's, I right. honestly, though, I like that. Like so far we haven't had any repeats. You know, it's kind of what we talked about mm-hmm. beforehand. I was like, I think this is, I don't know. That's what A24 offers. So many different kinds of movies that it's not something where you're like, oh yeah, it's definitely going to be Infinity War has got to be on here. You know, that kind of right. thing. It's like. No, they have, they offer so many different things that they really can, you know, your taste can really kind of shine in here. So yeah, farewell. And I think too, that it, it just speaks to the depth of the A24 library. Like we can sit here and do a rush more of what we all think are some of the best A24 movies. And we haven't seen most of the other persons like that is wild to think about that. We're not here. Like we're not struggling to come up with like, Oh my God, what's a fourth? Like they're not even that good. Like there are too many that are too good yeah. to watch, uh, which is is incredible. Um, the other reason, sorry, just quickly before you do yours, is I wanted to clarify for anybody who's wondering about our rating system. I do not <laughs> think the farewell deserves to be ranked a farewell. It is like one of my absolute favorites. The title just works perfectly for when we're done with a movie. We never want to see it again. So that was another reason I just wanted to clarify. I absolutely love this movie. That's a good good clarification, Ben. Very smart. Uh, I would never put this in the farewell either because I don't I don't think I did. Um, <laughs> so that that brings me to my very final pick. Um, I we're gonna talk about some honorable mentions uh, uh, briefly after we do this. So I will save that conversation for afterwards. I am kind of in a similar boat. I've really got it down to two movies here, and. The one I am not going with is Zola. I was heavily considering Zola. I think, again, if you're looking at an A24 Mount Rushmore, A24's ability to take a Twitter thread and make a a movie about it and and such a interesting, unique movie about it is really something incredible. Um, It's got an incredible uh, uh, script. It's got... got, uh, Coleman Domingo, which we just... We praise on this Mm -hmm. show. Uh, it's got my boy. I can't, God, I can't remember his name, but he, you know he's from Succession. He's my boy. oh yeah, cousin Greg. Yeah, yeah. Love, Nicholas love Braun, cousin Greg. I think. Yeah. Nicholas Braun. Uh, love that guy. It's it's got a lot of really good stuff. 
The one I am going with is another David Lowry movie, and I'm going the other way, Austin. I'm going with The Green Knight. I look at my list here, and I've got Uncut Gems, which is incredibly stress-inducing. I've got Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is uh, just a a cinematic experience. I've got Mid-90s, which is a nice, low-key vibe. And then The Green Knight, that's my extravagant drama uh, that is visually appealing on all fronts. I remember seeing this movie, and I remember sitting there when the credits rolled thinking, okay, I really have to process what I just saw because it is it is deep, and it is heavy, and it means a lot. And I'm not one for like old tales or stories or historical texts or writings, but the way that this is done, I was like, this is some incredible shit. Like, this is just fantastic. And you talk about, like, the final montage and, you know, the the undertones of, like, human morality and human human nature and, like, what you think you are. It's an incredibly deep movie. Um, I love The Green Knight. So it's going on the list. I think it's, I think it's deserved. Uh, yeah. Great choice. I think, yeah, I talked about it earlier. It's what I thought Austin was going with when he said David Lowry. It's like, hell yeah. And I think... <laughs> You, I mean, people can't see, but I think you're pumping your fist too. And so I was, I was like, Green Knight. And then (laughs) then he was like, Ghost Story. And I was like, No, it's not the Green Knight. (laughs) No, I'm with you. That was a a beautiful movie. I I love that one quite a bit. Good stuff. Uh, Let's wrap up with some honorable mentions. What was close? What didn't make your Mount Rushmore? Austin, do you have any honorable mentions you want to talk about real fast? Yeah. um, One of, I'll say my top 10 because I feel like all of those, well, six that missed. I I love that. pushed out so we had the last black man in san francisco which i'm so happy that then nice. you picked it up because that movie's great um also had the green knight on there but i think the only reason i didn't put it on there is because i didn't want to put david lowry on there twice <laughs> yeah <laughs> fair and then the lighthouse mm-hmm. mid 90s which was covered and uh midsummer which was also covered so we're we're fine there and then my last one was disaster artist hell yeah nice man yeah. We just did Disaster Artist. I love that. Yeah, that one's a great one. I really enjoy it. Besides some of the people having bad pasts now, you know, the movie's good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. That makes it weird to watch that sometimes, but I I love that movie. Uh, I mean, as people probably heard last week, if you haven't, go (laughs) listen to it. But uh, that was a super fun one. And yeah, I'm, I'm stoked to hear that one. That also actually made my honorable mentions as well um i'll run through mine real quick some of them we already talked about because you guys put it on your list but again spring breakers i think it's the first a24 i ever saw i mean speaking of franco again like he i don't know that movie itself is just like so cool to watch uh mississippi grind if you haven't seen that mm-hmm. ben mendelson ryan reynolds super good green room we've covered good time uh ladybird hereditary even though it was midsummer uh i, I mean hereditary is great minari and then a documentary actually that we haven't covered yet, but Amy uh, about Amy Winehouse. It was a uh, mm. really, really interesting. I mean, I throw Val on there too. I think their docs are great. Um, so yeah, those, those make all my honorable mentions. Some, some banging honorable mentions list. Um, I have, I have a handful. So I mentioned Zola. That was close. Uh, the lighthouse and Midsommar as well. were on that list. Uh, I think, um, I still, I still am just obsessed with that last frame of Midsommar, just like the ability to tie everything together mm-hmm. with like one facial expression <laughs> it is boggling to me. Um, so those, those made the short list. Come on, come on was also on there. Um, that's, that's a beautiful, was robbed of any and all, uh, award nominations this past season. 
um, Ladybird, which we're going to cover pretty uh, pretty quickly here on the pod. Yeah. Uh, another Greta Gerwig uh, directed film. I've got Red Rocket, I think is is really uh, clutch A24. And then I did put Swiss Army Man on here as well. Uh, we're yes. going to talk about that on the pod coming up as well. Another Daniels movie. Um, I mean, what other studio lets you make a movie uh, with Paul Dano and Daniel Radcl- Radcliffe about a farting corpse? I don't think any other production company would allow that to nope. make 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 uh, the movie. So I'm glad they did. It's it's good stuff. <laughs> um, all very good things. Uh, man, okay, we've got a pretty stacked Mount Rushmore. You love to see it. Uh, this is is really really fun. Austin, thank you for joining the pod, man. This was a blast. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts? Any A twenty four thoughts? Anything you want to get out into people's ears? Man, I don't think so. I'm very surprised by some of these choices from all of us even Mm -hmm. myself (laughs) Uh, but added stuff to the list for all of us today and i think it's gonna be yeah that's sick yeah um besides that i don't think so i appreciate y'all having me on for sure though absolutely man yeah stoked to have you here like we appreciate you know everyone who's like sending in comments and dms but yeah, when I saw that you responded, I was like, hell yeah, this is going to be great because I don't know. It was, it was awesome to have someone reach out and be like, hey, I watched this. I want you guys to talk about it. It's like, cool, let's do that. Like, that's exactly what we're here for. So this was awesome. I hope you'll continue to do it behind the scenes in our little uh, Excel doc. I'm sure we're going to be switching around <laughs> some of our upcoming movies because like, yeah, all these ones you mentioned, like, I feel like I got to watch a ghost story now. Like, I've got to see mm-hmm. the witch. I can't wait for Halloween for these. So we got to we got to bump it up. Um, But yeah, I mean, we got a great great Rushmore's I think for all of us I am curious with the upcoming movies if any of these are going to switch I still haven't seen everything everywhere yet um but I'm excited you got Aronofsky's coming out with the whale we're getting Brendan Fraser yep. back so it's like let's yep. go like I'm I'm super stoked on some of these coming up so yeah uh, yeah we, thanks again we have a we have another Ari Aster like we said D- Disappointment Boulevard we've got Red White and Water uh which is is a um a Jennifer Lawrence movie got the whale like you said Brendan Fraser Darren Ar- Aronofsky and then when you finish saving the world is Jesse Eisenberg's directorial debut. I have seen it at Sundance. I thought it was beautiful and lovely. Cool. Um, so I, I can't wait for that to come out and to talk about that. And then we have men coming out, which I wanted to mention really, yeah. really fast. And next are Alex Garland with Oscar nominated Jesse Buckley. Buckley. Yeah. I yep. can't wait for that movie. Um, yeah. Austin, thanks for coming on the pod, man. Uh, hopefully the first of many times for being on our podcast. This is a whole lot of fun. Absolutely. Well, I would, to be back yeah i say we'll definitely have you back for ghost story i feel like if that's your your lock yeah. we gotta lock you in as a guest so thank yeah, you absolutely. again for joining us uh we want to hear what everyone else thought of our mount rushmore's if we left any off that would definitely make your list we definitely want to hear about it we'll be doing this again without a doubt so let us know you can hit us up on twitter or instagram at 24 minutes of a 24 i am ben lawhorn and i am ethan simmy spring break forever bitches